This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. You have a Wednesday live <coughs> video cast on Twitch. Howdy, everybody. This is a 40K and Age of Sigmar podcast, video cast, and live show on Twitch. Thank you for joining us for episode, I think we're on 567 at this point. And uh, it's been a great uh, coming on this journey with everybody. It's been a but great run. It is. It's been going for almost seven years now. Mm. It's a long time. So uh, today we're going to talk about quite a bit of different things that have been going on in the community, not the least of which is the SoCal Open, which we just hosted this previous weekend. But before we dive into that, new codex up for pre-order this week, Eldar. Yep. Pretty exciting. Uh, I think it's Craft Worlds, Reese. Also known as Eldar. Or Eldari. So Eldari is the overall... I can't remember which is which. It's, it, it's getting weird. Eldar is the overall term for all Eldar, correct? I believe that's like the new Eldar word, but there's okay. also Asher. So Dark Eldar would be... But they would also be Eldari then. I think they have the Eldari correct. keyword. This is getting weird. Well, then there's Azur Yanni, yeah. and then there's mm. uh, Anharath, and then um, there's Azur Yanni, Eldari, and there's another one too. I can't it's remember. Atheron. Craft Worlds. Something, Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, Eldar... Uh, <laughs> new codex is available for pre-order. Please pick one up from Frontline Gaming in our web cart, store.frontlinegaming.org. We do sell Games Workshop product at a discount every day mm-hmm. and offer free shipping within the continental United States for orders at $99 and up. You can pick up a mat, ITC terrain, GW product, whatever you want, and they would all go towards hitting that free shipping limit. They also have a new start collecting box, which is pretty pretty cool. It's a spirit seat. No, it's a far seat. I'm sorry. A war walker, a wraith lord, and some wraith guard. Uh, pretty cool. Those are all quite a bit improved in the uh, new codex, although some of them were already good. Uh, you got Eldrad in a blister pack, and uh, there's some uh, cards too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird starter box in comparison to the other ones, you know? Yeah. It's like the elites, basically. You've got like the Wraith Lord, the Wraith Guard, a Warwalker. It's kind of an interesting combo. Yeah, I mean, and then they're, they're heavy support, but yeah, there's no like basic mm-hmm. troops or anything in there. No yeah. Wave Serpent, no like, yeah. yeah. It I mean, might, that might be just good, what they would like to sell. They're all good choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're all good units, especially now in the new, with the with the points adjustments and such. Uh, and at the end of the show, or you know what we'll, we'll do before we start talking about the SoCal Open, um, we'll jump in the chat and answer some questions that you guys had have. Uh, unfortunately, we usually put out a pretty comprehensive review, but with the SoCal Open, didn't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will get that up this week um, so that you guys can get a better idea of what to expect and gals what to expect with the Eldar Codex. But uh, as a longtime Eldar player, I know I'm really excited, and I think it's a really a pretty dramatic improvement. As we said, right when 8th edition came out, uh, you know, Craft World Eldar were one of the weaker armies in the game. Yanari were great, Yanari was still really good, but uh, Index Craft World Eldar was probably the, we- the weakest way to play Eldar, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but now with the Craft World uh, book, getting their own Codex, they got about a 20% points reduction like across the board, which is what they needed. They got a ton of cool new stuff, uh, you know, chapter tactics, which humorously there was some Eldar players that were coming over 
to frontline that were expressing um, d- discontent with some of them, mm-hmm. which I was like, was funny because they're like, Ashley Military, I'm so broken. And I'm like, some of the chapter tactics are literally the verbatim same thing. How is it broken for them? <laughs> Not, but right. You know, the internet's full of hyperbole and people emotionally react and only think things through. What What do you think would actually happen if Games Workshop had a release and every person was happy with it? It's not possible. Would it be the end of the world? Yes. Probably. Somebody would be okay. like, I'm not happy that everyone's happy. Everyone's like, this is great. And then an asteroid just hits the earth and blows it's up. And you're like, well, we, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, though, my, my favorite part was people were like, how could you possibly say Eldar are going to be good? Uh, Asheville Terum got grinding advanced. Their tanks could show twice. Yeah. And I was just laughing. I was like, yeah. please screenshot this and mm-hmm. frame it, put it on the wall. Because the next day they're like, Eldar tanks can shoot twice. <laughs> I was like, they got the same rule. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just like, I, I mean, I get it. I just like, play with your toys and relax. And be chill. Like, wait till <laughs> yeah, you get the codex and you've played Jeez. a couple games. Yeah. I get it. I get it. And I, I've overreacted in the past myself. So I do understand. But when you're when you're on the other side of the fence, it is pretty funny. You're like, just wait like a day, wait a week, play the play the codex a couple of times, and then draw an opinion yeah. before you decide that the world is coming to a crashing halt. Well, it's a lot different than it used to be too. Before, um, like you didn't get any information about the new book, and then you would open it up, and then you'd be able to see like everything, like the whole picture. But now it's like they give you little teases that are like, oh yeah, this guy's strength three, and you're like. Well, that sounds terrible. Why would I ever use this? But they don't show any of the special rules that go with them or the combos you can do with that character and stuff. So right. I definitely see where people are coming from because it's a lot different than what people are used to. But they're just giving you little tidbits so that you can get yeah. excited about certain things and be like, oh, that's cool. I wonder what else this guy can do or whatever. So yeah, just wait until you get the whole picture before you start making big judgments. And try playing it a couple times too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get the people work with the information that they have and that's fair, right? Like, what else can you do? You know, you're not, you can't just like speculate what might be in there, but you don't, you know, try to reserve your big emotional reaction until you've had a chance to play it a couple times. And then you can have an, you have a more informed opinion before you're just smashing the keys angrily on your keyboard. Right. Um, because you know, this 10% picture or sliver of the total picture that you got isn't maybe to your liking. So just some friendly advice, but you know, hey, the internet is what it is. But uh, I think now that people are kind of getting a bigger uh, picture, that they're seeing that Craft World Eldar are going to be really, really good. Uh, they have a ton of options. The big one really is that the points went down, and then there's a lot of little things that have changed. A lot of the aspect warriors have different rules. Uh, like Howling Banshees now, I think, are they were really good previously, but um, especially with Yanari. But now I think they're absolutely incredible. They get plus three inches to their charge, and they ignore Overwatch. right? And so now with the Webway Portal Stratagem, you can put them in reserve, drop down, they get plus three inches to their charge, now it's a six inch charge mm-hmm. out of reserves. And then if you use the uh, Court of the Young King stratagem and you're near an uh, uh, avatar, you get an additional plus three inches to your charge and you get to reroll all misses in combat. So now it's a three inch charge out of reserves and you can't be overwatched. That's insane. Like think about what that does to like Tau or really anything that's wearing power armor is gonna cry because the Howling Banshees are going in, they're swinging first. You could doom your target. They're killing damn near anything that they hit. And you just have to roll a three out of reserves to make the charge. I mean, assuming you have an avatar you know, within, you know, 18 inches of the target or whatever. I can't, like 15 inches or something like that. Yeah. Which is pretty easy to do. Um, and then they're going to be rerolling hits and wounds with power swords. 
It's not too shabby. And they're cheap. Yeah, there's all sorts of combos in yeah. this book. It's really exciting. Um, and like we said, the points reduction is the thing that really helps them out. So. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm a huge uh, foot dog player, obviously. And uh, I really like Dire Avengers. It's one of my favorite units in the game. And they're only 12 points now. Uh, they're 12 points um, per model. And then the, the Azark can take two um, Shuriken Catapults. And with Azurman, they have a 4++. plus plus. It's amazing. And with the Avatar, they're fearless. Like, you just have a bunch of MSU units running around the table shooting people up for 60, I think, four points per unit. And it's just like, it's, it's awesome. There's so many ways to play. You can play Mechanized. You can play uh, Elite, Fodor, like kind of like the way I play. You can play Wraith. Armies, all the Wraith units got better. Um, you could play, you know, whatever. There's a million ways to do it. And yeah. it's funny, too, because some of the people were scoffing at some of the the uh, craft world traits, which I thought was interesting. Like, Eandin is stupidly good. Mm -hmm. Your units can never lose more than one model from a morale check. Army Not wide. Not yeah. Bad. Like, I and mean, people are like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, how is that okay? Right. <laughs> like, your whole army got a commissar. Old, the, the old commissar. And then uh, your vehicles and, uh, you know, uh, monsters double the number of wounds they have on the uh, damage table. It's incredible. Like, if you run a bunch of Guardians, you don't need to do anything for morale protection. It's all built in. Um, yeah, and then a Wraith Knight and that would be really good because mm -hmm. uh, now you're, like, I think you don't go down to a tier until you get to, like, six wounds or something like that, which is crazy. Yeah, and now with the Bone Singer that came out, you can repair them. Yep. And, again, with the Andin, and the Andin Wraith Knight, when the Bone Singer repairs you, it's a big deal because it's like, oh, I went down to five wounds. Oh, now I'm back up to my full tier, yeah. mm -hmm. even though I'm almost dead. Yeah, you heal at least two like tiers or two wounds on the tier chart. Yeah, up to six, so it's pretty good. Yeah, so it's there's a lot of really really powerful combos in there. Some of the warlord traits are awesome. Some of the uh, relics are amazing. One of my favorite warlord traits is the the one that lets your the character that has it can he's a sniper. He can shoot characters even if they're not the closest unit. And Autarchs now, unfortunately, Autarchs lost all their worldly options, which really sucks. Yeah. Because all of us out there have had conversions, but... So they just did what they've been doing, right? Which is what the kit actually physically yeah. comes with? Yeah. I know. It's a bar. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like a super big fan of that mm -hmm. because people can convert things really easily, but I do understand why mm -hmm. they're doing it. That's kind of a bummer, but the Autark, though, can come in with his wings or whatever, and he is a character killer. He hits on a two re-rolling ones with a freaking melt of pistol. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he just jumps into combat and he's like, you, bam, dead. You're right. Like, oh. And then is he also yeah. doing um, what like Space Marine Captains do? Yeah, he has um, a re-roll re on aura. Yeah, so really good with anything else mm -hmm. that's dropping in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the attacks are definitely solid. It mm -hmm. is unfortunate that they lost a lot of the things that they could do before. But I think they're going to be overall like a lot better than they were. Yeah, LT424. Yeah. People complain about the Commissar nerf. But when the Eldar get it as a chapter tactic, it's too weak. I know that was the thing that really was like, I was just like in disbelief. Yeah. I was like, how are you calling Ash Militarum OP or their stuff right. OP when you literally got the same stuff? In well, some it's just, I mean, it's, it's a small minority of people who were abusing a mechanic that was poorly written who are now are like, wow, man, I bought 400 infantry models now. We'll you see. know, we, we'll, yeah, well... <laughs> Well, you know what? We'll come to Don't that. Don't abuse stuff, you we'll, know? We'll come to that. That's what happened. Right. Um, we'll, we have a section of the show for that. So we'll, we'll come back to that. I agree with you. Sorry to cut you off. I just didn't want to do Oh, no, that. that's right. But I was, I was yeah. kind of on yeah, the same thing with people complaining about one thing, but the same thing being called too weak. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it is, it is pretty funny, though. But, you know, fair enough. 
Eldar players felt like they were getting a raw deal. But hopefully now they see that their codex is really cool. There's a lot of depth. You could play a horde style. You could play an elite. You could play mechanized. I think that the, the, they really did a good job of giving you variety. And one of the, the complaints I have seen is that people feel like the, the craft world traits are a little bland. And I think that that's just because they are similar to the one. We're starting to see them kind of repeat, mm-hmm. which, you know, it is what it is. The, the GW dev team, maybe they had they felt like those are the best things to do. I don't know, because we're starting to see a lot of them where it's like minus one to hit, infiltrate, um, you know, have the damage table, um, you know, stuff like that. Reroll once to hit with some weapons. We're starting to see those kind of repeating. Mm-hmm. Which eh, it makes think, it easier for everyone else though too, and it provides yeah. when it's not yeah when there's not yeah. too many like if everything had a, some crazy unique option in every codex, it would just get so complicated again. You would never know what you're playing against. But when you have these generally same things from the Space Marine Codex to the the Guard Codex to Eldar, you know you can kind of pick things up quickly if you've never played against it before. Yeah, yeah, kind of argument I guess. Um, Blight one no, you cannot use the War Gear options from the Index. No, you don't mix. Codex and index. That'd be nice. Um, so that that question remains to be like definitively answered by Games Workshop. Um, I would anticipate that it's just a matter of time before the index is like gone, and the codex is what you use going forward. But uh, no, you can't take like a codex unit and then choose options from the index. Not that's not okay. Um, if you do use an index unit, you can use index options, but that's it. Um, and most tournaments are going to require you to take the newest version of any um, data sheet. Uh, for example, the Autark. Unfortunately, for mm-hmm. all of you, including myself, to have one modeled with a Reaper launcher or whatever, yeah, that sucks. But it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, the Eldar book is great. I think that um, once people start playing it, they'll see how much there is to like about it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's super fun. I'm extremely excited. Because my foot dart brigade is coming back, and there's a lot of units that were like not super good that are going to be really good. I think um, uh, swooping hawks—they're so cheap and they're so good at board control and winning you the mission. They do, and they do like pretty good damage. They have four shots apiece with their lads blaster. They're really good at killing conscripts and horrors and stuff like that. And they can do mortal wounds as they fly around the table. Um, there's just a ton of fun stuff like the Helling banshees. Mm-hmm. I think are great. One of the main things, too, is Eldar have a million ways to keep units off the board, which is really, really important in this edition. Yeah, I think all the aspect warriors and stuff are, like, those are the secret sauce for Eldar, and they're all really good, which, I mean, they've always been the secret sauce. But um, And then, like, with Iandan, I mean, shoot, big blocks of Guardians, that's pretty solid. So And that, I think people were missing that because they were thinking Iandan, they're thinking Wraith Army. Yeah. And they are good, because especially with the only losing one to morale. Like people were saying in the chat, unless you're taking 10-man units of race card, it's not an, an issue. Yeah. And that's fair. But um, if you took, if you take, and it's kind of counter to the fluff, which is unintentional, I'm sure. But if you took a Guardian Horde, because they're cheap. They're like seven points for a Storm Guardian, yep. eight points for a Guardian Defender. And you take them with the Andin, you have like almost perfect morale built in. And you take like an, take an Avatar too, and now you are fearless. Uh, you could take a huge army of guardians, and unlike other chaff units, guardians are actually do a lot of damage. Yeah, the BS three or the weapon scope three. Yeah, especially with shots. the um, that one uh, craft world tactic. What was what's the one that's like buffing? Is it Ultway? That's Ultway, but that yeah. wouldn't work with the Andin. But oh, okay. um, there, there's so many options because right. they're super fast, right? Like with battle focus, you move seven plus D six inches, 
and you're shooting the, the pants off of people. Um, there's just a lot of options for ways to play to play the army. And I think in time, people will start to see that um, instead of maybe focusing on what they didn't get or, or whatever. But yeah, um, fire prisms are going to be mean, mean. They can double shoot if they move half speed or less. And then they got a strategy where they can combine shots, much like Predator tanks. Pretty powerful. It's pretty good. Pretty powerful. Pretty good. Um, I'm excited for Eldar. I can't wait to play mine. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll see. I think things have been turbulent because there's just so much stuff coming out that it's hard for people to like kind of like get their ground. Yeah. But that's because GW is just trying to get all the books out there as fast as possible. Right. So yeah. that people have a codex. You know, mm -hmm. you're not just playing out of the index. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, uh, we'll come back and answer more questions. I'm sure you guys have more about the Eldar book at the end of the show. But we did want to talk about the SoCal Open, which was a major event that occurred this previous weekend here in San Diego, California. Uh, a lot of fun. I'm still tired yeah. from the event because um, there's just so much. As you guys have heard us say over the years, these things are really challenging. It's like it's like organizing multiple weddings at the same time or something. It's uh, it's very challenging. But it's a good analogy. It, it kind of is. Yeah. Like my friends who, are, who get married and they're like, yeah. oh, organizing a wedding is really challenging. I'm like, yeah. I can, yeah. The days that go into it leading up to it, are tough. I mean, I didn't, and I didn't even put in nearly as many hours as you guys did, but like that's still, you know, you're working seven days a week for a month until leading up to it, you know, yeah. and people don't see that, but that's really what goes into these things. It's challenging because you work your normal job at Frontline and then you work your second job of making terrain and organizing. Right. It is what it is. We're not complaining. It's mm -hmm. we're happy to do it, but um, the, hard, the hard work paid off. It was a really good event. Uh, the feedback form, we've got the 40K feedback form is already out. We've had half the people already respond. It's been overwhelmingly positive um, feedback, which we really, really appreciate. Obviously, we care a lot about these being good events. And uh, thank you to everybody that came. Thank you to everybody that volunteered. Uh, thank you to the staff at Frontline that worked so hard to make it all come together. And thanks to everybody that worked hard on getting the Army uh, up to snuff for the event because we rolled out our new paint requirement. And that if, if you had Army, uh, if you had models on the table that were not three colors tabletop standard and base we would pull them off the table and fortunately we did have to do that yep. uh twice and uh that's not fun but the players in question took it in stride they just didn't know yeah they just didn't know about it yeah and i mean it wasn't that big of a deal like no. one of the guys won all three of his games even down he was down on like 300 yeah he still uh, went like three and oh day one yeah, he did yeah. Exactly. He, so. We had to pull like a crisis suit unit and like half his drones yeah and i'm like dude i'm so sorry and he was at first, he was like, wait, what? And he's like, can you show me the rule? We're like, dude, it's been up for months. Yeah. yeah. We've put it, we said it in the podcast, the YouTube video, it's on the Facebook group. I was like, we did everything in our power to let you know. Right. And then he was like, oh man, that's my fault. He's yeah. like, well, it is what it is. And then he won all this. Yeah. Game. Then it was like, boom. And just like, his opponent's like, yes. And then he just like, just demolished him. He did. Like, oh, and then it's funny because day yeah. two, he, he over at night, he he got his army three colors. He did. Yeah. And then he went 0 and 3. <laughs> we were like, don't do those cursed units. Play down. Now yeah. he knows what to get rid of in that, that list, though. Just yeah. get rid of those crisis suits. It was really funny. We're like, dude, the secret is to play down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get another gentleman who we unfortunately didn't notice it until the end of day one. Yeah. And um, oh, it sucked because he was undefeated. And that was more of a. Um, not having the different colors on the deta different detachments. No, no, his yeah. his army was just um, one color. Not all of it. Okay. Not all of it. But the thing is, like, we were yeah. walking around checking all day, but obviously with 140 yeah. people, you're, it's, right. you're not going to instantly notice everything. Yeah. And we do rely on the players letting yeah. us know, like, hey, someone over there had unpainted models. Yeah. No one's ratting each other out. It's just they're following the rules. That's fine. Yeah. And I did, we walked by and I, I did notice, uh, but he was a super honorable guy. And yeah. he'd, 
he had just got his ticket two days before the event, so he was kind of out of the loop. Yeah. And he took it in stride. He was like, hey, the rules are the rules. I didn't read it. He's like, that's my fault. So yeah. he was a gentleman about it. And um, yeah. I felt bad because he was undefe- he was the only undefeated Space Marine player. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I know. I was like, damn it. Because Space Marines have um, kind of the online. I, they're having a hard time. People think they're having a hard time. I, I was talking to Coop about it. I was like, you, you got the tools to compete. Yeah. It's just it, you have – there's some units you have to take. Yeah. Even if you don't like them, you have to take them. It's just – Kind of way it is. That's a story for another day, I guess. But so we did. We did. Unfortunately, have to pull a couple models off the yeah. table. Now the second gentleman uh, at night got his models to three colors and based. Mm-hmm. So he came back and he played all his games the next day, and uh, he wasn't upset. So he, he was a gentleman. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. And um, that was that for that. But the, uh, the feedback about the painting was super positive because if you look at the pictures of the event, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was painted. And everyone yeah. said, like, uh, on the way out, they're like, I was, I didn't know how I felt about it, but now they're like, it made the event so much more fun. Because every table had really good looking terrain and painted armies. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it did. It looked visually striking. The tables looked great. The armies on the tables looked awesome. Um, I mean, of course, we still had some people that bare minimum army, but hey, mm-hmm. it's better than it was like a few months ago at some of the events that we we're going to. So yeah. thank you very much for uh, putting in the time and the effort. And we hope that you guys put in more time and effort for Vegas and get those armies really striking with yeah. some cool display boards and stuff. We, we really should though touch on yeah. the topic again of like, if you are taking multiple detachments, detachments. from yep. different <laughs> factions within the same codex, you have to paint them. You can't, so like, especially with the Eldar coming out, let's say you have an entire Eandon painted army, you can't keep the paint scheme on there and be like, well, these Guardians are from Ultway, yeah. but these ones, these yeah. Dark Reapers are from blah, blah, blah. It's just not yeah. fair. Yeah, the easiest the easiest change for that is just paint the rim of the bases different colors. Mm-hmm. So uh, for your Eandon units, paint them yellow. And then yeah. for your uh, Ultway units, paint them blue or something yep. like that. So then it, you can actually visually see which units are which. And it, yeah. It's really simple. It doesn't mess up the paint scheme on your guys, um, but your opponent can visually see what the units are. And it's really important because with all the aura abilities in the game, like, okay, I've got a character that's got a six-inch reroll bubble that only works on Ultramarines, but your whole army is painted as Ultramarines. Well, who, but some of them are, you know, whatever, Salamanders. It's like... How am I supposed to tell who's getting affected by this and who's not? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not fair to your opponent. And that's why we're being really strict. And we did, unfortunately, we did have somebody who had the whole army with Space Wolves, but half of them were Ultramarines, but you couldn't tell. Yeah. So during the break between rounds, he painted the rims of his bases. <laughs> and, uh, and that solved that, right? So, yeah. um, but unfortunately, he took a loss on the game because we're like, sorry, bro. Yeah. We've been saying that since literally... The first day of 8th edition. It's part of the game now. It is. It's yeah. part of 8th edition. You, you just need to get used to that. It's not just how it was yeah. in 7th edition. And it's not fun yeah. when you have to, like, no one wants to do this. Like, the point of the, the SoCal Open is not meant to be, like, the, the Indianapolis 500 of right. 40K events. It's, it's like, come have fun. It's a fun local event. Play, yeah, yeah, playing yeah. Uh, playing 40K. And, like, the majority of people that come to the event are coming just to have a fun, some fun games and meet new people mm-hmm. and go to the beach. Like, yep. it's not, it's never oh, meant to be. On that topic, I had a complaint, Reese, and that what? was, I was led to believe from the photos that we would be actually having the tournament on the beach, and that's really upsetting that it wasn't actually on the beach. Well, the, the, okay, so Jason's making light. We, one of the comments, well, to be fair, like, the picture that we had up, it's uh, it's literally of the exact the place s- that we Southern were Southern California at. scene, yeah. And it's like, it's from like a tower or something, and like, mm-hmm. 
I guess that person felt like the picture was because there wasn't an actual festival going on at the time that we were there. But that's the exact place that we were. Like that's aiming at the building we were in. Mm-hmm. And you could and the water's in the background and you could see the water's visual distance from where we're at. Yep. But I, I don't know. I guess they felt like they expected it to have an actual festival going on. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, I'll try I to find know. a picture that doesn't have a festival right in front of the building because there were two fairs going on. Just yeah. use that bo- or the picture that Scott took of just the hall before like any like just terrains on hall. Yeah, yeah, just, just empty, empty hall. This is where it's going to be, guys. Because yeah. then they'll show is up and it? be like, oh, wow, this is a beautiful location. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. far exceeds my expectations. I mean, but it's fair. I guess if you looked at the picture, I, I didn't think about that. I just Googled right. Delmore Fairgrounds. I was like, oh, that's a colorful picture. I like it. Put it on there. Yeah. And there were two fairs going on. There was the scare zone. True. Mm-hmm. And the kids' fair. The kids' fair. Yeah. And so they got a bounce house and everything. <laughs> I know. Jason bought a ticket to the kids' fair and went over there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> bounce uh, they had food trucks there. Yeah. 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 So and that, the, really the only serious complaint that we had is people didn't like the food. Yeah. Um, so to explain that, we were not planning on having food at the event at all. This is our first time doing an event there, so we were still learning how everything worked. And uh, they called me like, two weeks before the event. It was like a week before the event. And they were like, oh, hey, by the way, would you like to have a concession stand open in the hall? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was an option. Yeah. And I was like, well, does it cost anything? And they're like, we'll give you four hours a day for free because it's your first year. Mm-hmm. And we were like, cool, that sounds great. And then I guess, because we didn't communicate that clearly enough, people came to the event assuming that we had like set it up. Like, yeah. And they were like, man, it was just hot dogs and like expensive beer. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, it was free, you know, like the other yeah. the option was it was going to be nothing in there, mm-hmm. but no one knew that. Right. Right. And so they were like, you know, the hot dogs, yeah, they were $5 hot dogs and the beer was 13 bucks for a 20 ounce beer. Mm-hmm. Although I think one of the ladies was not putting them in 20 ounce cups. Did you, I, did you notice I that? it's just because she didn't like you. Because I, yeah. I locked, I was like, that doesn't look like a 20 ounce cup. And yeah, the beer was expensive, but it's like going to the baseball game. It's right? a they're baseball game prices yeah. for the food. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have any control over that. So the option was that or nothing. Right, but the, there's like a ton of places to go, like right up the street. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's like in and out parking passes. Away. Like mm-hmm. you can leave. We had a lot of time. We had about what an hour in between each round. We had a half hour between rounds and an hour for lunch. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. enough time to go out. There's lots of restaurants right out the gate. But then someone, uh, one of the person people in the feedback form, was like, "Oh, hey, I didn't, I didn't have a car, so I couldn't drive to go get food." And I was like, yeah. "Ah, that's a good point." Yeah, because I didn't really think about that, but. He was like, you know, for me, I had to go to the concession stand. I don't like hot dogs. I was like, well, yeah. that sucks because yeah. the choice was fancy hot dog or not fancy hot dog. They had nachos. nachos. Oh, nachos. They did have it nachos. was all baseball food. Yeah. They had, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you just got to make friends with uh, your first round opponent and be like, hey, man. Yeah. Mind if I go to lunch with you? Yeah. And then so, just hang out with them the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll work on that for next year. Like, we, we, we joke, but, um, you know, if I came not knowing the situation, I would probably have the same thoughts. I'd be like, right. can you get other food in there? I'm like, well, I didn't even know that we could have food in there at all. Yeah. That's what we thought, news, but there was, was there was no rules not to, apparently. Well, there were, like, no outside food and beverage, and, like, the people that were working there were, like, drinking <laughs> outside food and beverage. I was like, okay, I don't know if that's a very – it's more of a guideline, I think, than yeah. a rule, but – it was a first year event, so there's always some little kinks to work out. But and remember the BAO first year, we would like hand out pizza and yeah, we were barbecuing <laughs> in the back of my truck. We would walk around with like a twelve pack of beer and just hand yeah. out beer to people. I yeah. would. I so. did. I was just handing out like I got like Keystone yeah. Light, and I was like, "Who wants a beer?" Yeah, a big difference. <laughs> that that <laughs> year sucked because we were like, "Oh yeah, we'll buy pizzas," and we bought pizzas and sold out 
like immediately. And immediately. And, and then, then people the got mad at are, us. Yeah. They're like, you didn't get enough pizza. I was like, I didn't have to get pizza yeah. at all, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other downside was that there was like not food like close by though. So we're like, yeah. So, I guess. That's yeah. always funny when people get mad at you for performing like uh, just a, a yeah. favor. Yeah. You're like, like, why'd you get pepperoni? You're like, okay, sorry, next dude. time I won't yeah. get pizza sorry. at all. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm allergic to pork. Don't you know it? All right. All right. All right. Because then it becomes ultra complicated. Like, who has yeah. dietary restrictions? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I need gluten free cheese. I need gluten. <laughs> yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. You're uh, like, all right, well, well then Jesus. Get your own lunch. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I just smile. Yeah. yeah. I just say, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, food, food they just stop is asking. also always it's the most always difficult thing. A pain yeah. in the butt. I've never heard somebody that was like, the food at that event was really good. Yeah. I don't. No, people always complain about the food. But you know what? Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. We'll do everything we can. We, we joke. Like, we joke because, like, we get a lot of this kind of feedback, obviously. But we, we will do everything we can next year. To, we'll see if we can get food trucks. I, I don't know if it's possible. Um, we're going to talk. We talk to some people at the event that do that for a living. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. And we'll see if we can get better food from you guys. Because, um, you know, that's important, right? Like, yeah. you don't, you don't want to be go, like, gaming on an empty stomach. You're going to get grouchy and tired and... Uh, all that stuff. So. We got to remember who our audience is as well. We like to, as we like to like eat. eat, baby. Yes. So um, very particular. The, on the whole, though, we had glowing feedback. Like people really, really enjoyed the event. Yeah. Had a really good time. Um, the new missions were a hit. Not a single person has said yeah. on the feedback forum so far that they straight up didn't like them. Like everyone was like, I liked them. Or, like either it was like I loved them, or like I had some critiques. Like some people online have been talking about how some of the missions can, the secondary missions can stack. And then you can, uh, some units can give up like a ton of points, which uh, is probably unfair and I, I agree. Um, and that's why we were testing the missions is to get this kind of feedback. Yeah. Like uh, one, the one that everyone's talking about is like a tank commander could potentially give up seven points and um, if someone picked all the right missions and you know, blah, blah. And yeah, uh, that's obviously dumb, right? Like, no. <laughs> You can get kill one tank one commander unit. and get yeah. much points. Like, yeah, and that's why we ask for feedback. And so you know, we'll totally look at that and we'll see what we can do. But generally, people like loved the missions. I had one person said it was the most fun they've ever had playing 40k. Ooh. Multiple people came up and were like, "I absolutely loved it. I felt like the game was so much more interactive." Um, time was a big concern uh, that we noticed with people. And uh, the thing to remember too is that. We do two and a half hour rounds, but we do also do half hour breaks and we let people start early and we let them play into the break. So it's really closer to three hours that you get to actually play the game. Uh, now we have guidelines for that. Like obviously you can't start early if your opponent's not there or if both players don't agree to play like, you know, five, 10 minutes into the break, we don't let you. Um, but you, you do have plenty of time, plenty of time. And on the feedback so far that we've seen, the majority of players said that they fig finished the majority of their games to a natural conclusion. And then looking at the people who did not finish their games, they said that the average turn that they got to was turn four. And an equal number of people said that they got to turn five or turn three, which is alarming. Uh, but it, it looks like it was like over 70% of the people said their games finished to a natural conclusion, which means you went to turn six or somebody got tabled or gave up. That's actually pretty good. I can live with those numbers. I mean, people need to speed up. Yeah, but I mean, that's always going to be the case for 40K. You always need to speed up. You always need to be able to finish your games and all that stuff. And shoot, I mean, it happens. Sometimes games just take a lot longer. You're talking with your opponent. You guys getting along really well. Buy each other drinks. Go up to the hotel. Oh, I mean, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes it just takes a little longer, you know what I'm saying? It, it does. It does. Well, and the funny thing is, too, is like like we said over and over and over again, From a, we've observed literally thousands of games of 40K over the years of doing this. And 99% of the time, slow playing is both players playing slow, but then one player getting mad when they realize they're going to lose the game because they're running out of time. Yep. That like It's like every single time. Like, oh, we're out of time, and I would win if we win another turn. It's like, well, you should have both play faster and people are like well, what do i do if my opponent's playing slowly well you're not going to have a judge at every table mm -hmm. no it's not going to happen so you need to get yourself comfortable develop a strategy for how you will approach your opponent and encourage them to speed up or remind them and to do it in a polite way like i'm always like hey we need to speed up i'm pretty blunt yeah. we need to well what we need to do is take a video of jeff robinson playing a game because that guy has a down to a pack, like to, oh, Jeff, to is, Jeff is blind. Yeah, so he'll be like, all right, <laughs> let's tell go. You before the he'll, game he'll, starts, he's like, and if he feels that you're going game. slow, he'll be like, all right, you have ten minutes for your round. He'll, he'll time, yeah. like, yeah. and it's a little racist sometimes, but I don't think he's ever not finished a game. <laughs> no, I mean, but the thing <laughs> so, is, like, like not everybody is as assertive as right. like Jeff is. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty blunt. I try to do it in a nice way, but I'm like, like, hey yeah. man, uh, my turn was ten minutes, yours was thirty. Like, yeah. let's go, dude. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's totally fair, like. Time your time, time your turn, then mm -hmm. time your opponent's turn, and like show them the two times and be like, "Hey, it's not fair. You're taking a lot more time." Mm -hmm. Like, and like we said on your score sheet, it takes two seconds. Right. Yeah. Look at your watch or your phone. Write down when you finished your turn. Yeah. Yep. And then write down when your opponent finished your turn. It takes seconds. Yes. And if you have a complicated army and if you have a giant horde army, that's on you to play fast, to play yep. faster, yeah. and to learn how to play it faster, and to come up with ways to cut time. It's not on your opponent. It's not your opponent's fault that you brought that list. No. Yeah. So why are they being punished? So you you don't you need don't to acknowledge get, it. <laughs> you don't get more than half right. the time just because the army you chose to bring. Right. That is not. But what if I play orcs? orcs? Well, you play orcs. Play fast. So yeah. learn how to play faster. Like yeah, or get, don't bring them. Get movement trays. Get speed roll your dice like we've talked about. Like use yeah. the GW dice app. Yeah, like that thing is totally it's absolutely legit. on you. Yeah, it's like, not on your opponent. It's not the responsibility for what you bring. No, so it's not. yeah, and it's it funny because we had one gentleman that it, like because this we had we had more players than um, was possible to determine a single undefeated champion in six rounds. Although once again we did have an undefeated champion because the guys in second the guys that were battling for second place tied. <laughs> yeah. It happens all the time. It's so many times that has happened. We're like, oh man, we're gonna have two people that are undefeated. I can't believe and how many battle ties points. there were. There was a ton of ties, and we yeah. did not. Yeah, we predicted that there would be like less than ten percent ties. Didn't who? Didn't Dan May have three ties? No, no. Dan, no. Had, Dan two. had two. One guy had four. Yeah. There was a guy. <laughs> he that started had trying three. to tie. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. They were all by accident. Yeah. Okay? I talked to the guy. Yeah. And his last round, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I don't want to keep score. You go ahead and keep score. Right. I'm just going to have a blast. And play he wasn't the game. even looking at this. No. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, he's like, all right, what's the score? And they added up. He's like, oh, we tied. <laughs> and that was his third one. I was like, dude, you had to just keep going for it that point. <laughs> yeah, just tie all the way, dude. We've yeah. never had that happen. He's like, I almost had it on round four. He tried to do it on round four, but he missed it by one point. Somebody who had, so, if it'd be great if someone was like, oh, oh, and six. Yeah, he's like yeah. perfectly average. I was, like, yeah. I was like, dude, we were talking about it. If you got six ties, we were going to give you a prize. He's like, yeah. no. Oh, <laughs> that was so funny. I was, because the prediction was, is like, because of how many, <clears throat> how variable the scores can be, it's a basically a zero to 42 point scale. Like the odds of them landing on the same number are really low. Like it, yeah. it happened a lot actually. But the thing is, we've always been okay from a tournament perspective with tie games. Mm -hmm. It's a strategy for sure. I mean, it's, it's a third option. Yeah, it exactly. gives you a third option, and we've always been cool with that. And it's no big deal. But it was funny because second place they tied, and then Brandon Grant, which congratulations, Brandon is 
quickly, quickly establishing himself as like a serious, serious competitive player. Yeah. He won again. He was mm-hmm. the local favorite. He was predicted to win, and he did. Um, although I guess we should just jump into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very unfortunately, really total bummer. His opponent on the top table um, turned out his list was over on points by, by not very many, just a couple points. Mm-hmm. He added up his night wrong. Yeah. Um, bummer. Super easy to do nowadays with bummer. the list writing. Bummer, bummer, bummer. So, unfortunately, we had to disqualify that person, um, which sucks because, for one, the gentleman in question is like, he's like, everyone loves him locally. Yeah. He's like one of the nicest people to play. He's fun. He's a good player. He's a really good painter. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, if he didn't win the whole event, which he, when we actually had to let him know what happened, he was in a really good position to potentially beat Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, he, if he didn't win that game, he was going to win Renaissance person for, locked. Yeah. Like, it was already decided. And he like all of that got flushed down the toilet, so that really sucks. Um, but that just goes into you need to quadruple yeah. check your list, have yeah. other people look at your list. So um, just nowadays it's so important. Yeah, just you make sure to. your list is legal for sure. Everything costs points. Yeah. It's like you, it's things that you wouldn't even think cost yep. points. Like you can forget yeah. to put your heavy stubber. You know, it's just you gotta gotta yep. check it, man. And then uh, please, please do double check, triple check, because it turned out we had another person whose list was was wrong too. And this person was um, was really uh, guarded of their list because they didn't want other people to meta against them, which whether or not you think that's actually going to happen, who knows? I'm sure some people may do it, but he's of the opinion now that he's like, that that I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I'm just going to put my list out there yep. to avoid because this person also did really well. And the, the, the list error, just like um, Ryan's, was minor. It probably made no difference in their games. It was mm-hmm. like... I don't know, it was over on points by like six points. There's, you know, something yeah. silly. And unfortunately, I had to get DQ'd. So it, it sucks, yeah. right? Yeah, no ITC points, no prizes. Yeah. And then, of course, anybody that talks to you will know that you had an illegal list. So you're yep. like, oh. Totally on accident. Yeah. yeah. These are not, like, especially now with the list going online, you are an idiot if you try to cheat right. on your list. And again, these things are accidents 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and it sucks. It sucks right. for their opponents. It sucks for them. It sucks for the event. Yep. Because then people end up talking about that a lot. And uh, it was an awesome event, but uh, really a bummer. And I feel bad for the individuals because they were both had such good events. And they're like, son of a gun. Yeah. Um, and if you come up with something that is you feel too good to be true, and you don't want to share your secret, it probably is too good to be true. Yeah. You probably <laughs> wrote the list wrong, yeah. most likely. So yeah. you should have people look at what you're doing. Just, yeah. just share it. It's like, whatever, like, you're like, be like Babe Ruth, point to the fences, be like, yep, here's my list. Try to yeah. Yeah. All right, like, it's, it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. And um, it's a game of toy soldiers. Yeah. Come on. And, I mean, even if you do, even if you are a serious competitor, like, I, I'm not going to change my list at the last minute to counter what somebody else brought. I'm like, this is what I got painted. I'm coming anyway. Yeah. And, uh... You know, it is unfortunate. It does happen. It's happened. It's been a problem in competitive 40k forever. I think it'll always be a problem until there's like some kind of thing that actually app. checks everything. Some sort of official but even, app. But even with apps makes and the stuff, they, there's still mistakes. I mean, look at uh, uh, Army Build. I mean, that thing well, thing still is, makes mistakes. The thing is, if you have an official app that every that is sanctioned and everybody goes, "This is the way we're playing." Then it's not illegal because it's in the app. Yep. Right. right. And GW said they're working on a 40k list builder app at Nova. They built the Paint app first. And then they said that once they finished the paint app, which is a badass tool, by the way, yeah. it's yeah. really cool. They said they were going to start working on a 40K list building app. When we're going to get it, I don't know. Who knows? They said it was something they were working on. Yeah. So um, when that comes, I think a lot of these problems are going to go away. 
And then just to address some of the things that always come up when this happens, some people are like, the TOs should check the list. And it's like, it's wrong on like numerous levels, right? Or I shouldn't say that's wrong. We don't mm-hmm. agree with that on numerous levels. So for one, we don't have time. Straight up, yep. do not have time to go open up a list and not just look at it, but to actually look up the points for every unit and piece of war gear well, on every list. Well, it's not just the points that you have to look up. You have to look up the rules. You have yep. to make sure that, oh, yes, you can take three command squads for the one commissar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this FAQ actually says you can't. So yep. this list is illegal. It would take Weeks. a ridiculous amount of time to check. Now, like there are some events that do check, like ETC does check lists, but they also get the list months in advance. A month. A month in advance. Yeah. So. They have a lot of time to check them. Now, if people are finally turning in their lists ahead of time like that, then we can look at it and then we can maybe look at, maybe there's right. a list checking group that checks lists for all of the events. Yeah. Sure. And look into it, something like that. Remember but that those are- You have to submit lists ahead of time. Like yeah, those tournaments, that's what they do is they yeah. run the tournament. They don't, it's like we have nine to five no, jobs. The thing is like they, they have jobs too, but the thing is like right. we can't get people to show up the day of with the freaking list. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's really hard. Well, especially with the FAQs that are coming out and stuff like that. Like you'd have to have a hard cutoff. And then that means like, say the guard codex comes out the day after the month. Like these guys are practicing with the new guard codex. Oh, but no, this tournament's actually the old guard codex. It, yeah. it gets really complex. But yeah, to have the TOs check every single list is just not accurate. Like it, it's just not going to happen. Like once you get to list 101 you're gonna miss things you're like all right yeah i think this is legal all right here you go yeah and it's like you're the thing is when people like the to should check the list they're working on the fundamental assumption that they're gonna get it right yeah like what if the to gets it wrong like i guarantee you're not i guarantee you have a a small error ratio and then it's like okay this is an officially approved list it's legal says the judge oh it's not legal now what do you do now the now the event has now taken on the liability of that mistake yeah, and, and it's, it's not it is an unreasonable expectation and it's really and truly it comes down to the players checking the list like yeah the players aren't going to catch every single thing but i mean look at it you'd be like uh oh, man i play renegade knights and that one looks a little low all right let me add it up here really quick okay mm-hmm. this is wrong but it, it i mean those kind of like small little mistakes like two points here three points there most people aren't going to catch it like unless you play that army all the time and you're like i play that exact same list and i have one less brimstone how did you get that brimstone it's like the only way you're going to catch it. mm-hmm. and it's it's always a mistake it's like oops i forgot that and heavy stubborn or something like that and it doesn't really change the game but the rules are the rules and we it's a harsh punishment but it really doesn't even change anything it's just it is it's like you can't allow it to happen so it's it is it's tough it's it's yeah. a it's a frustrating situation it happens all the time I feel most bad for Ryan because he was about perhaps to win his first big event. Right. He was so excited. He was so goofy and excited. And he, he had his so big mirror fun. bug. He's like, yeah. And then, nope. Yep. Yep. So it just shows you, like, if you're going to an event and you are looking to compete in the top tables, which a lot of people, some people aren't. And, and I think I think actually most people are not expecting to. No. But if you are one of those players and both players, you know, that had to be disqualified are, I would say, you know, usually competing for the top tables. Make sure your list is accurate because it's going to be scrutinized. It's going to, yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. be scrutinized. The better you do, the more by your everybody. list is going to get scrutinized. And that's what happened yeah. with Ryan's. Like, we put it up. Here's the top list for the table. And immediately, somebody no, no, who no. plays it. He was it, on the stream two games in a row. Yeah. Didn't get caught until the second game. Right. And somebody who just happened to be watching the stream who plays that army was like, wait a minute, that sounds off by a little bit. They yeah. checked it, called it out immediately. So it's, you got to expect, like, if you are one of those players who are going to invent, 
and cares about being on the top tables, people are going to see your list and they're going to call you on it. Yeah. And then it's, you're going to get disqualified. Yeah, so I mean, if you have any questions, jump on the forums, jump on right. uh, the Facebook. Like, there's all right. sorts of different ways to get your list checked. Yep. Not just by your friends. Have it checked by the internet because the internet mm -hmm. will definitely tell you if there's something wrong, and they will be happy to tell you that there's something oh, yeah. wrong. Oh <laughs> yeah, nerds love nothing more than showing off their knowledge. Yes, mm -hmm. like guarantee. And I say nerds, including us, in that statement. Of course, yeah. Uh, but like DocaDoca has a great list checking place. So you mm -hmm. post up your list, people will give Facebook you feedback. Has a lot of pages. Uh, Facebook, there's all sorts of groups. There's the ITC list your checking group. Your friends. Yeah, your friends, your friends is the best. Of course. Yeah. It's funny because the one person in question, we won't call my name, uh, is very good friends with us. We could have easily, <laughs> you know. Well, the, so, the, the irony of it yeah. is this person was like, this unit's so good, this unit's so good, and it was the unit that was wrong. Like, right. Sorry, dude. That's a bummer. Too good to be true. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Anyway, I think about enough on that topic. But you know, of course, share your thoughts and opinions. Um, if, if anybody out there wants to take on the list checking group, and you can go through that. Yeah, any, any big mouth that's like, you should be checking every list. No, I'm not. Go ahead. Because we're not going to do that. We're yeah. not taking on that liability because I know that we no. will make mistakes. I know right. that we so will. So you make can mistakes. check all 150 attendees' lists, uh, and then it. if they're wrong, we're hauling you out. Oh, what about for LVO where we have over 500? 500, and if they change yep. it constantly yep. and then you're like oh we'll make them turn it in a week before i guarantee that's not going to happen it's nope. like what do you do if they don't they're disqualified dock them points okay so now you've ruined their vacation and this might be someone who's coming that doesn't give a shit yeah about any of this stuff because yeah. this is the vast majority of the people don't care they don't care <laughs> sometimes the 99 because they can't get it painted like there were yes. guys that were like i was yeah. going to bring this but i literally couldn't get it painted until right. So yep. I was like, all right. Or, you know, my, kid, model, my kid broke all these models. A model yeah. broke yeah. or they forgot a model. Yeah. So they had to switch it out for a different... These things happen. And this you're like, nope, reality. sorry, dude. You put your yeah. list in. The list is in. And ETC does that because that is what ETC is about. Yeah. Everybody going there is going... Well, that, that is a high-level competitive tournament yeah. where yes. you're like... The SoCal Open is a vacation. Yes. <laughs> it's it's nine, That's one of the tournaments where 98% of the people who attend... Uh, 90%. 90%. Just don't care. Yeah. They don't care. You know, it's only the top ten percent that are coming to win. Like everybody hopes to win, everybody wants to do their best. Right. But there's like ten percent of the field that's like, I can win. I'm hoping to win. Right. I'm playing to and, win. And people who practice daily. Yeah. And, very small percentage of the overall population at these events who, again, vast majority don't care. They don't care if you're over points. They don't care if you're under. You're points. on a vacation. You're having fun. You're playing yeah. with toys. Like we had, we had two people drop on day two because like I've never been to the beach. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the and beach. And I'm like, dude, you should totally drop and go to the beach. Because yeah. yep. it was the weather was amazing. It was. Although some people didn't comment that it got hot on day two. It did, but to be fair, this is the hottest five days of weather in October we've ever had in San Diego yep. since they've been keeping records. It's a hundred degrees outside this warehouse right now. In October. And we're basically on the coast. The yes. water is two miles from where we're standing. Yes. Shouldn't it be Not snowing right now, guys? It should be snowing on. in San Diego. It's just heat wave. So normally it won't be that warm, right. um, but everyone did, of course, comment on the spacing. They thought that was great. Yeah. And the hall is so freaking big. So I have a feeling this event's going to blow up. Like, there's so much potential. Everyone had so much fun. It was like a really mellow, easygoing vibe. We had a ton of people that it was the first time they'd ever been to a tournament. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they had a yeah. blast, man. And it's like people like that. You're like, oh, dude, you should have turned your weekend this week early and blah, right. it has to be in this form. And the Age of Sigmar. I don't even care about it. Yeah, that's like completely going over their right. head. Age of Sigmar tournament went really well too. We yeah, should yeah. we should mention that. Um, had thirty players, which I think yeah. does that make it a GT? A G it was a GT. GT. Um, everyone seemed very happy. Mm -hmm. All the armies, as usual, beautifully painted. Um, Gorgeous armies. I would say all, but vast majority of Age of Sigmar players normally have very well painted <laughs> armies. 
Um, those guys were super happy. Uh, hopefully next year we can increase the size of it. I, I, Scott I, I Reed did a great job. Yeah, yeah. And there, there was a little bit of pushback on the missions. Some of the guys wanted to see more of the new missions. Mm -hmm. Scott felt more comfortable with the older missions, and he uses layered missions anyway. So, yeah. uh, you know, of course, we always back the TO. Yep. Um, we have to. That's our teammate. We have to get the. We have to back their play. But we do listen to everything that the attendees have to say because that's that's equally important. And um, Scott took all that into consideration. That feedback form is going to be going out. But it was, it was a really good event. Yeah. Um, Joe Cryer came from Minnesota, won the event. Well done with his change host. Yep. Change host is still kicking ass. Yep. Even after the nurse, they're still really good. Uh, and he did jump into first place in ITC. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, oh, and how can we forget Vlad? Vlad, Nika. Yes. Why did we not? Did we get a photo with that? Legend. I don't no, know. If we we didn't. I, told, I kept telling him day one, I'm like, Vlad, don't change. So we got to take photos with you. Vlad, if you guys follow this at all, we joke that he's a vampire because he's from Transylvania. Um, he's from Romania. He's not from Transylvania. Yeah, but Romania, Transylvania is in Romania. So he's by default. And his name is Vlad. So he showed up dressed like a vampire. He did. It was amazing. It was it's the so best good. thing I've ever seen. I gotta so hope somebody good. got photos of He was just laughing that. the whole time. I was like, dude, you're a legend. Jason, you said you would buy him a cape. So you have to buy him a cape now. Did I? Yeah. Uh, I, I say a lot of things. I say a lot of weird stuff. But uh, Vlad also got second place. Yep. And he also said he's starting a vampire army. He so is. good. Yes. He's like, I've got to go. Yes, he's oh, a yeah. legend. Uh, but it seemed like they had a great time. And then yeah. Infinity, Infinity had a small turnout, but they looked like they're having a really good, a really good time. The terrain was amazing. Yeah. Uh, War Machine and Hordes actually finished before us. I never, know. I've never, never seen happened. that happen in my life. And Tyson came out with these yeah. amazing, huge tables that move and light up and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So, thirty um, k though was a little. 30k we had seven no-shows yeah yeah it was bizarre it's just the the, the 40k juggernaut is i think a lot of taking them everyone back ship to 40k at the last second you saw a lot of 30k models being used for 40k games yeah, um, yeah i mean that's a bummer yeah. but you know what what can you do 40k yep. is just so popular right now yeah so i have a feeling this event's going to continue to grow it's going to become it already was one of the bigger events in the country at 140 year one right so and we have so much room, oh. it's ridiculous. It's only going to continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all the feedback. We, we super, as you can tell, we really pay attention and we listen. Um, we'll do what we can with the food. I don't know what we can do, but we'll try. Um, we'll, some people who don't drive, uh, there's hotels in the area that have shuttles to the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. So maybe that we could do a better job about making that known so that you don't need a car. You can just hop yeah. in the shuttle and, and pop over. You don't have to pay for parking. Yeah. Um, which the parking was, it was six bucks at six fifty yeah. a day. It wasn't that big of a deal, mm -hmm. but, um, or we can just have like maybe ahead of time say, Hey, who's bringing a car that would be willing to drive people to get lunches. And we can have a list of people yeah. I and mean, just kind of do a community effort to get people around to totally. get food. Very totally. easy to do. Yeah. So I think it was great. All the ter terrain was themed, um, really tremendous fun event. And I'm, I'm already looking forward to next year. Um, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah it was definitely. lots of shade spire. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Ooh, yeah, man. and the, the funny picture of the judges playing Shakespeare. Uh, accurate. You guys did play a lot of Shakespeare. I wasn't um, a judge though. I didn't. I was just walking yeah. around, but there was no freaking rules questions. Yeah. Eighth edition is so easy. Yeah, it was funny. We were there all weekend, and I think I literally answered three rules questions and like six questions on the mission. Mm -hmm. I was, that was it. I was just like bullshitting with people and taking pictures. I was yeah. like, oh my god, I'm bored. Mm -hmm. No so, rules questions. Yeah. Eh. Well, it's a great game, though. I love all the people that were like, oh, yeah, well, you guys keep saying that you don't answer any questions, so you guys should check all the lists. And we're like, no. Do you know how long that would take? I'm like, not doing that. Like, just take one of your lists no. and then add it up 
take out the index, make sure all the rules are correct, and time yourself. See how fast you can do that. And look at the when people write, they don't even write the right name no. of a unit sometimes. So like you're trying to look it up, you're like, yeah. where is this? Some what of the lists are handwritten. Name? They're all in some different formats. On, yeah, yeah, some of them are. You're like, well, what does this builder? point stand for? Yeah. yeah. Like, like we need we need an app. Yeah. Like you yes. really do. So like what we're what we've been talking about is uh, we, we might require people to submit their lists in advance. We haven't done that yet because people are like, why are you not doing that yet? Well, it's like, well, because for one. The app didn't really, it only worked on iPhones, mm-hmm. right? So if you have an Android phone, which is like, I would say at least half of us, you literally couldn't do it mm-hmm. until recently. So it's like, you can't require it because people can't do it. Uh, the app wasn't as widely used even six months ago as it is now. Now it's ubiquitous. Like you go to a little tiny tournament in Northern Canada and people are like, oh yeah, I totally use that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hit that point of market saturation where it's become um, commonly used. And there's still room to grow, of course, but the guys are still busting their butt working on the back end, the technical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll do what we can to get people to turn their list at least a day in and in advance, but there's some people who legitimately technically cannot do it. Yeah. So you can't dock them points for, you know, that, that's, to, that's definitively unfair. Yeah. You know, like what are you supposed to be going to do? Or what, what do you redo? What if someone's like on deployment or on vacation and they miss the email and then they come back and they show up, here to have a good time. You already lost like 10 points, you can't win the tournament. They're like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, and not just that, but like some of the pictures are blurry. It's like, yeah. what do you do? So you got there, you're like, oh, hey, man, your picture's blurry. Oh, shoot, it's going to take me another couple of days to get it. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's hard to do, but it is coming along. Like, shoot, I remember like a year ago, people were like, what were the lists at this event? What were the top right. lists at this event? Now you're starting to see more and more lists in the app. It's great. It's excellent. And as we get more public, like as the app, as it becomes more common to get your list uploaded at least a day in advance yeah, or at like at registration at the least – these mistakes are going to get caught and it's going to force people to be more diligent. Yep. Yeah. And if any of you enterprising uh, armchair generals would like to form the list checking group and take that liability and responsibility on yourself, do it. Please email me yep. and welcome to hell. Yep. Because <laughs> I guarantee it's not as easy as you think it is. Uh, at any rate, enough of that. Let's talk about another hot. Actually, you know let's jump into the chat really quick and see if anybody had any uh, questions or feedback. Maybe something we missed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you guys enjoying Shades Fire? Yeah, it's a super fun game. Yep. Everyone liked it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really fun game. It's really cool. You guys should definitely try it out. Sasip, you can do list checking for the top tables. Yeah, you definitely can. At the LVO, for example, we do check them. Um, going into day three, we check all the lists to double check uh, that. But then it's like, still, what do you do? Like, what do you do if someone's list is illegal? Like, you're gone. Next. It still mm-hmm. sucks. Um, you know what I mean? But yeah, that is. You could, you could check top table lists and that's relatively easy to do because you're talking about like eight lists yeah. and that's totally, totally doable. Well, all the guys in the top eight at, uh, at SoCal, all their lists were uploaded online. So um, we assumed that, that people would be checking each other's lists the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, Ryan's did create content until the very last game. Well, yeah. Once GW has an app, I think it'll be uh, a big deal. Yeah. Okay, so uh, FAQ came out for Ash Militarum and Gene Siller Colt over the yep. weekend. And a lot of people online have been kind of turbulent, like, oh, this, this it's too much change. <sighs> Just go back and look. You know, there's a pretty, I think, apparent pattern in the way this is occurring. Um, I think you should probably just expect when the codex comes out, there might be, you know, an FAQ. We'll wait for GW to give any kind of an official mm-hmm. statement regarding that. But, um, you know, there is a pretty like legitimate gripe. Like, I want to be able to buy stuff and not think it's going to change right away. Yep. Fair enough. 
But uh, do a little research. I think you could probably, you know, maybe see the way things are happening. But mm -hmm. uh, the FAQ did change um, quite a bit of stuff. Rashmilitarum, the big one, the one that's causing the most salt online, of course, is the change to conscripts. Um, the internet being what it is with hyperbole, the norm, that mm -hmm. like conscripts are useless now. That's yeah. quite simply not true. Yep. Um, Still need chaff. It's, they're not useless. Yep. They didn't get invalidated. Please don't overstate it. Uh, so what the change that was made is they, instead of just killing one guy, which was way too good, mm -hmm. they now kill a guy and you can re-roll the check for conscripts. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty harsh. But then again, a conscript is literally like if the three of us were given a las gun and thrown onto the battlefield. Right. Yeah. That is what they are. They shouldn't be these fearless, <laughs> fearless. you know, 40 or what now? What's the biggest you can get? 20? Well, it's 30 now. Yeah, 30 wound mobs. That you got for for nothing for no points, right? So it's like yeah. if and it's too again, if it's too, too good to be true, it probably is, yeah. and it's going to be changed. Just keep that in mind. Like, and that's what they said specifically. Like, we changed this from the feedback in the community. That's what they said. Yeah. So they are hearing what people are saying. Well, I love that they had to touch on grinding advance. Like, <laughs> oh my yes. how ridiculous is that? Like, they're like, okay, if you I don't know, zero is less than seven. You do, and you, you move, move half your speed, right. like then you can shoot twice. Yeah. And you're like, zero why? is less. But then they go than into half. more detail. They're like, it moves a distance in inches less than. Half. But I have they're a like, question though. Like, good God, why are you going into so much detail? If a Lehman Rust doesn't move, oh, can it summon pink horse? Move yes. character. Well, the, the, the funny thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like people are like, oh well, zero isn't less than half, and you're like, okay, yes. all right, fine, 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 fine. I'll move my tank one inch forward. One inch back. But then now all your heavy weapons that are count is moving. It was a stupid question. Yeah. So funny. But uh, there you go. So hilarious. Whenever people try to string together these convoluted arguments to make a rule interpretation that's clearly not the intent, they're wrong. Yes, every time. Ridiculous. Every single time. Yes. Not once has some guy had like the red string connecting one rule to one FAQ to one, the Webster's third dictionary. In old English, uh, this word meant uh, a right. fortnight. And therefore... Uh, my chaos lord can fly. Mm -hmm. This not this is not right. Yeah, you're a jerk for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that, boil it down. It's somebody looking for a loophole, or somebody who doesn't like how something was written and how it affects their themselves personally when they play, trying to come up with rules to to make it better for them. It's yeah. all selfish. Some it's all people, jerky some behavior. People, some people just like to just be, leave it alone. Some people like to be clever, and they they feel clever when they like they go, oh, I'm so smart. Look at this. Yeah, this thing, and it's ooh, yeah. it's different now. And it's just a part of gaming culture. Like people are like, it's like, a, oh, did you know that it's actually the opposite of what it says? Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on, dude. Um, it's just take it to the bank. When you see stuff like that, that sounds absurd. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't. Anyways. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Do uh, a whole podcast on that. The Talarn, <laughs> the Talarn one, I thought was the one that made me sad face. Um, I, I totally understand why, but uh, you can only outflank one vehicle. It could be either a a super heavy vehicle or a unit of like uh, hillhounds or basilisks or lemon russes mm -hmm. or one tank commander and then the one that, that, that made people sad myself included because i was playing it that way is outflanking three tank commanders because it was really good right wah, wah. um just one vehicle and um i think it would be because the intent was not to have like nine lemon russes outflanking mm -hmm. even yeah. if that's not even a good army it was probably not what they meant same with the dagger of uh, Tusak. It was uh, changed to only infantry because mm -hmm. people were like, oh, I'll put it on a tank commander. Yep. And I, I, the obvious intent here is that Talarn is kind of like, it's supposed to be like the infantry are doing all this outflanking stuff. Yeah. 
So I think that's obviously the intent now. Just didn't say it in the original rule. I love like the most comments that I've seen so far though are about the basilisk getting the additional minus one AP. Everybody's like, why? Because it's a basilisk. It's called the Earth Shaker Cannon. <laughs> it Earth shakes, shakes yeah. the Earth. It's supposed well, to be pretty powerful. Like a, a common list previously in the meta was like six to eight, not not basilisks, Earth Shaker platforms from from Forge World. Right. And just remember, guys, chapter approved is on the way, and it did. They did say it's going to adjust points for units, including Forge World points. So. Once again, if there's a unit out there that seems like it's going to be like way too expensive or way too cheap, mm -hmm. I would anticipate that it might get a rules change or a points adjustment. Good thing I'm using uh, Cadian Infantry for my Malefic Lords then. Good. <laughs> yeah. Then you won't be sad. <laughs> Don't, won't matter. But back to being Cadian yep. Infantry. Um, so just be, uh, be mindful of that, right? Like yeah. a change now might make more sense, you know, a couple months down the road. We'll, we'll have to wait and see uh, on some of that stuff. Uh, another big one was Gene Sealer Colts cannot take any regiment. Um, well, anything well. they take gets regiment <laughs> blood brothers. So you can no longer Sorry, have boys. Commissar Yarrick with your Gene Sealer Colts. Dang it. Which I agree with. Eh, I don't. People were so happy for just a second. He turned. I mean, the first time I was at a tournament game, a guy's like, okay, here's my uh, old one eye, uh, here's my Biovores, and here's Pask. I was like, come again? Yeah. Oh, crap, you can do that, can't you? I yep. was like, oh. Get out. <laughs> I was like, well, that is legal, so I didn't know Pask defected to the Gene Sealer Colts, but maybe it was like, you know, his, his evil twin brother. He was forging a narrative. He was mm -hmm. forging the hardest mm -hmm. of narratives. Was indeed. So uh, make sure to check out that FAQ. Let us know what you think. Uh, you know, the Commissar one, it's not as bad as people think. It is, it is a nerf, 100%. Yes. It's not as bad as people think. Like I was talking to Brandon Grant, who won, obviously, the, the SoCal Open. By the way, playing a Horde, Conscript, IG Army, all of his games went to at least turn five. Yeah. If you can do it, everybody can do it. Pretty good. Um, I couldn't believe the comments people were making on Facebook. Like on GW's like official Facebook page, like expletive laden. Like, F you, Games Workshop, you ruined this for me. It's like, you're a crazy person. Like, <laughs> really? Like, re like, so much of that. I'm like... You're crazy, and you're showing everyone how crazy you are. Like, go away. Like, all, it's all you don't do is stand back and be like, "I think we did the right thing." Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure those laughing. Well, it's, like, it's not even as bad as people are making it sound like it is. It's right. like, no. You have a psychic power that makes a unit fearless. You have a stratagem that you take a leadership check on D3 for one yeah. CP. You get your CP back on a five plus, or you could use the one that everybody else uses, which is ignore morale for two. Right. That's three mm -hmm. units that can be effectively covered on morale. Right. Right there. Yep. Right. It's not that bad. Yeah, sorry, your your two point models aren't fearless. Three, but okay. Or then you could take the uh, the Valhalla and you have morale, and they have a relic that lets it's still the old commissar role. Right. So you still do it, or you take a commissar with the um, warlord trait where he just kills D three and then they don't run away. Yeah. Or, and they still use his leadership. Yes. Which is really good. Come on. And if you're Katachan and you have an officer nearby, you can go up to leadership ten. Yes. Like. Yeah, but you should be fearless. Oh, totally, dude. Should, should ignore that phase of the game with yep. a 30-point character. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we, we joke, but that's the way it was, and this is a relative nerf. Yeah. But it's not. It's, it, you, Brandon was saying he's not even going to change his list. No. He's, he's still like, going to take like, all no, the like, He's like, this list is still super good. I don't think it really changed much. No, he's right. computed it to the point. Well, he yeah. is half robot. Mm-hmm. The lower half. Did, did you see the robot in, the, legs. in the Facebook group, like, if we cut Brandon Grant, would it be wires and gears underneath? Like, probably. He is robotic, but he, he also writes good lists. He's a very good player. And he's a gentleman. Too. That is true. And a scholar. Mm -hmm. He's actually both. Yeah. He's also a handsome man. It's funny in chat at the end of the game when he and Ryan were recapping their game. 
the chat was like, that man, that look at that beard on that handsome guy. He got all flustered. Mm -hmm. It's pretty They're cool. cool. Um, LVO tickets are selling really quickly. I don't know the the the, the collective group put the gas pedal down. We sold a ton of tickets recently. 40k champs is approaching 500 of 512. Wow. So <clears throat> don't wait. Please grab your tickets. I think we have a, a couple dozen left. Yep. Uh, 40k friendly sold out. 40k narrative sold out. Um, please don't wait. Yeah. Three months out, almost exactly. Yep. Yeah. Oh god, I can't believe that. Fun time. Oh yeah. But uh, please grab your tickets, especially if you want to play in the big event. Age of Sigmar looks like it's going to break through triple digits. Nice. Easily. Um, easily, and um, that's going to be a huge event. So please grab those tickets sooner than later. And interestingly, like Bolt Action selling really well. Infinity is selling really well. Team Yankee. Team yeah. Yankee. Is it? Yeah, did that start boosting up? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a variant of the um, what is it? Fifteen millimeter game. It takes uh, place during the Cold War. Yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, any rate, we have a couple of events coming up this uh, weekend. For 40K, we actually have a lot of events uh, this weekend, but all uh, RTTs. I don't see any GTs or majors in that mm. list. Any funny names? Uh, there's October Halloween weekend, Ork boys. Oktoberfest. Oh. That's actually really clever. It's pretty good. And then we have a couple of Age of Sigmar events coming up this weekend as well. Uh, the Unbound October Sigmar Tournament. Yep. Age of Sigmar Halloween Tournament and Age of Sigmar 2000 Point Tournament. I love that Boom. one. Frankie named that one. 2000 Point. What That's when it? they're like, just name whatever you want. You're like, Age of Sigmar 2000 Points. And your current top 10 40K ITC, we got Nick Nonavati continuing to lead the pack. Excuse me, Andrew Gagno in second. Matt Root jumped up into third. Ooh. Tyler DeVry in fourth. Aaron Along in fifth. Sam Henley in sixth. Ian Andrew in seventh. Brandon Grant in eighth. Adrian Gennard in ninth. And Paul McKelly in tenth. How is he still holding on? <laughs> you know, he's just, yeah. I, I would have thought this Can't last He was there this past weekend. And by the way, if you guys don't know, we, we all know Paul yeah. personally. Um, a <laughs> it's a big joke. Um, but really, how is he still on it? I don't know. You know, no talent. Too bad. No talent hack like that guy. He doesn't even play anymore. <laughs> he was at the, he lost to Brandon Grant at the BAO. He was on the top table, actually. He's extremely oh, good. Uh, top player. Uh, AOS, top 10. Joe Creer has jumped into first place from Minnesota. Well done. Vlad is in, uh, continues to stay in second. Mm -hmm. Sam dropped down into third place. James Thomas uh, currently up to fourth. Zach Lopez in fifth. Zach, Jarrett Zazueta in sixth. Alex Gonzalez in seventh. Michael Birch in eighth. James Sutton in ninth, Tyler Hamill in tenth, and most of the, I think the top five, or, or five of the top ten were actually at, at the SoCal Open. Yep. Yes. Oh, and we have a, the Renegade Open is coming up as well. We want yeah. to give a shout out for that. Looks like it's going to be a great uh, event. Requisin wants to come to the AOS Vegas event, but it's too far away. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, Where are you, Requisin? He's in Requisin. I know. Are you in the UK? Boom. Somewhere. Uh, they have some great AOS events in, in the UK. Yeah, There's no shortage of Oh, the, um, so that, what is it, the one coming up that you were talking about at the start of it? I've already lost. Renegade Open. Yeah. Boom. They're going to have FLG mats. There are a lot of the new ones. So if you yeah. guys are interested to see how those look, um, um, and you're going to be there, check them out. And don't forget to tune in to Brandon's paint stream tonight. Yep. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. He'll be doing yeah. Jason is really pretty. Mm. He oh is twonkish. Oh, also exciting. We had an orc player that made it to the... Fifth round undefeated. Yep. Nice. Yep. His boss. Really good. Really Index good. Codex. What about Necrons? How did Necrons do, by the way? Um, there was a couple of Necron players there. They they did okay. It's such a good Index Codex, like an Index I Army. So like good. really, I've never played a game that I was more frustrated with against Necrons, I and mean, everyone just bashes on them. I'm like, it's God, it's such a good army. 
people think Tyranids are bad too. And I get made fun of all the time. They're like, oh, you I think people Tyranids. just don't play them. I was like, Jeff went five and one at Nova with Tyranids, right. and he played some of the best players in in the country. Yep. If you he played like half of the ETC team and beat them in a row with Tyranids, right? And they were using like the Bobby G conscript Raven spam. I'd like to see a, um, a like a, a, a high rated player bring a Necron army to a tournament just to see how they do, like a, a big tournament. I, I tell you, they'll be at the top. Requisition yeah. says Necron's bombed. Lol. Well, um, I mean, it, it also depends on who's playing. Jessica yeah. Bowman wasn't there. True. She usually yeah. kicks people's asses. Usually he's kicking butt. Yeah. Um, it depends on what kind of list they're playing, and I mean, really, how serious the Necron player is. Like, I think there weren't even that many Necron players, to be honest. Yeah, I think there was only like three. Yeah. Or four of them. And then same with Nids. I think there was only like two or three. Like, um, I think a lot of people are playing their other armies currently. So. Bugman, nineteen eighty-three. What is the prize for winning a five hundred play, twelve-player tournament? A lot. I can't remember. I think like the big part of the prize wasn't it the Super Titan from Forge World, the big one last year. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was the Night Porphyrion was like, the it was way more than that. That was just one part of it. I can't remember. We give away thousands of dollars. Like at the yeah. SoCal Open, we gave away over three grand in prizes. Yeah. yeah. Like we give away a ton of prizes. Plus plaques and all that Trophies stuff. Trophies so. and all kinds of stuff, yeah. Uh, Dawn, oh yeah, Dawn wanted us to go over the tabling game again. Yeah, so, okay, so nobody, no one reads their uh, player pack. I don't know why, but I don't know why I bother... We spent like 350 bucks on printing the damn things, mm -hmm. and no one reads them. Yeah. So there's a paragraph in there explaining precisely what you do in a concession or a tabling, but people are new to them, and I'm being sarcastic, but um, people didn't read it, and so they were scoring themselves wrong on a tabling. To be expected at a new event, I suppose, but it's all there in black and white. So you get four points per turn remaining when you table somebody. So if you table somebody at the end of turn three, turn four, five, six on the primary, you just put four. So what we'll do on the score sheet, I'll just say is like, did you table your opponent? Or were you tabled? Yes, what turn? Boom. That'll make it easy. Make it easy. Um, but some people didn't read it and they scored themselves wrong. But we went and fixed it for everybody that did it wrong. Um, I don't think we missed anybody. It's to be expected. You know, yeah. it's, a new, it's a new way of scoring missions. But as yeah. soon as people get used to it, it won't happen anymore. Um, see, do any other good? Uh, Cuddle Bunny. Can you give some insights on why you prefer melee castles the shooting ones? There's a couple people that will not let go of that. Like, who cares? I prefer it because that's what I like. Yeah. Well, if, like, I don't <laughs> think... Does it, does it need to have some... Yeah. I don't think there's, like, a right way or a wrong way to play them. Like, the shooty version is extremely good. The close combat version is quite good as mm -hmm. well. Like, you can run either. I know RVD, uh, one of a kind, who I love you, buddy, but he, like, hammers on that. Yeah. He's like, really stay stuff, punchy robots. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, just because my opinion doesn't make it right or wrong. <laughs> like, like in, in when we were testing the army, Frankie and I, we just had a lot more fun and we had really good results with the punchy robots. Yeah. And we took That's both it. units. Like yeah. in the armies that we were playing, we had a shooty version and a close combat version. So they were running up the table and also shooting you from across the table. So the ability to fight twice like a berserker with the movement tricks that you can do for a really skilled player opens up so many options. But at the at the SoCal Open, there was a ton. There was a lot of Admech players, and they were doing well. And they all had the shooty, shooty robot uh, combo, and then they all had um, Doom Calls with uh, neutron layers. I saw one with the um, Icarus Array, which we think is better. We think the Icarus Array is better if you're using Call. If yeah. you're not, the neutron laser is definitely better. But um, so let's see. LT424 is saying that it's hard to play Necrons when they don't have any tricks. They actually have a lot of tricks. They do have a lot like, of tricks. They have teleporting tricks. You can mm -hmm. teleport across the table. 
Um, Some of the best like, anti tanking games are pretty good, and then they can teleport the units. Oh, uh, the but deceiver is extremely yeah. good. Like, yeah, the deceiver teleports units up into somebody's face on turn one, and then with a couple of their characters, you can teleport another unit up there. Like they have a lot of tricks. It's just I don't think people are really playing them. Like uh, there's so many different things you can do. Like uh, they're, they have they're a really lot. good. Yeah. There's a lot of index armies that people just like wrote off. Because yeah. people get stuck in like internet groupthink, and like our mission is to like show you guys you can play the game the way you want to play the game. You do not have to do what everybody. You do not need conscripts, Bobby G, and Storm Ravens. Yeah. Is it good? Yes, it's good. Will you win games? You probably will. But do you have to play that game that way? No, you do not. You don't. Like the guy who won the UKGT round one had six units of tactical wins. Yeah. Like you, you trust your ideas. Believe that you are good at the game because you are. Believe that you understand the game well because you probably do. Yeah. You know you don't need the internet to verify your list. Like, I like castle and robots, and I don't give a shit if anybody else thinks that the punchy version is for dum-dums. Yeah. I don't care, because I believe that if I put them on the table, I'm a good enough player that I can still do really well with them and play them in a different way, mm-hmm. right? Does that mean that, that you're wrong if you like the shooty version? No. Not at all. Uh, Don asked about buys. Uh, Don, clearly you didn't read the player pack, because the two questions you asked are in the player pack. Uh, bias 20 points, buddy. Um, just teasing you here, by the way, too. Uh, I mean, people are commenting on how the Necrons are expensive. Sure, they are expensive, but they also have the potential of getting back up. Like, you get yep. your models back to life. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Algrid says it's fun just to tell me that I'm wrong. Just like my Orc Death Star. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That is funny. That was a good Death Star. That was. Yeah. The best, the best Death Star mm-hmm. that didn't exist. Well, I love how people are like, like the internet's always like, oh, well, bringing your guys back to life isn't good if they're killing the entire unit. Deploy guys out of line of sight. Deploy them into yeah, like keep, a building. Keep one Deploy, guy. Not, not just one, but like five. So yeah. that like, oh, they get the unit down to five. Oh, I can't shoot you anymore. There you go. Now you can bring them all back to life. Well, things like I play it's MSU uh, units usually with Necrons. Yeah. And it's like I don't assume I'm going to get back. It's nice if I do, but I, it's like I don't expect it to happen. Yeah, you I don't play have as to if I'm not going to just – my army's never going to die. Yeah. Um, Deep tracking monolith bringing in Lich Card is a cool trick. That is a good one. It's a little expensive. Necrons are too expensive. I think we can all agree on that point. Well, unfortunately, when you deep strike them. the monolith, you can't teleport that turn, but nah. it is the next turn for sure. But uh, Anyway, guys, a lot of great questions. We've went a little long on this show, but um, there's a lot to go over. Again, thank you to everybody that came out uh, for the, the Las Vegas Open. Let's go, Cal Open. You take it from here. Punchy <laughs> Robots in rule. Hey. Hey. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, make sure to tune in for Brandon's stream tonight. What is he painting tonight? 5 p.m. Uh, he is doing a Lelith Heresprax. Hmm. Is that, uh, that's how they it's pronounce it? It's an Age of Sigmar model. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rob Zidius, wait for Games Workshop to answer the question. Like, that was just me talking. GW will give you the exact answer on that. So just hang tight and wait and see if you're playing Inari. But I would just, as a cautionary tale, like, I don't, I would, I would be willing to guess that they're not meant to interact because it's a different, it's a different army. I'd be like, uh, well, whatever. You guys will we'll wait and see what GW does. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one.